Welcome to the Life Money Balance Podcast with your host, Dr. Preston Cherry, certified financial planner, financial therapist, and money coach. Life Money Balance lets your life lead your money, where your life and money work concurrently to align, aspire, and achieve your life's design. Through real talk, people, and stories, you'll take away tools, tips, and topics to help you increase your financial wellness and guide you toward financial freedom. All right, let's chop. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Life Money Balance Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Preston Cherry. You know what time it is. We chop it up about life, money, balance. Thank you for listening to the show. Hit those like and subscribe buttons. Let's chop it up. Money, 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 right? Money. <laughs> oh, OJ song, still, still a classic, right? Well, we're going to talk about spending your money because you can spend your money, y'all. I serve a lot of clients at the firm, concurrent, whether it be particularly Gen Xers and those preparing for retirement and being in retirement, helping them spend their money. You would be surprised with folks that have trouble spending their money. Uh, we spend so much time preparing to save and invest and uh, maybe having a a worry or an anxiety of having enough. Do we have a, enough? Or maybe spending too much. Are, are we spending too much? You know, always having to track. And what is that perception? Maybe that internal perception or external perception in society. You know, how is that looking to others, so to speak? You know, well, I always share to, to others, if you're worried about what your spending may be looking like to others, well, folks need to just M-Y-O-M-F-B. <laughs> Mind your own business. <laughs> I'll let you figure out what the MF stands for, <laughs> right? Because folks have different spending capacities. Being frugal means different things to different people because capacities are different. Different cash flows are different to different households. Okay. So today we're going to talk about spending, getting good with spending now and during retirement. What that looks like, what you can do to, uh, have a good spending mindset, getting comfortable. And that way you can get comfortable now and get good, get comfortable in retirement. Uh, there's an interesting statistic. There's a lot of them as far as retirement is concerned that those with, you know, over $500,000 in their portfolio, uh, a good number of those don't spend themselves down during, during retirement. Um, they end up spending less than what's the num number? Those with five hundred thousand dollars or more in retirement spend less than twelve percent of their assets down. Those with five hundred thousand dollars spend down less than twelve percent of their assets down over a twenty-year period. That says a lot. Which is you know there's a there's a could be a lot of factors there. Fear of living long, which is a a good fear. I am concerned about running out of money. Our household is concerned with that. And that's a good concern to have. Also, too, the, another thing to be concerned about is having enough money to be cared for at the end of life, as far as long-term care support and services. 
wanting to have some money left over to pass on far as legacy is concerned, having good medical care because medical expenses are valid. So there's a lot that goes on there. But also there are many concerns sometimes of just having carrying on, am I going to have enough or just can I spend it all? Is it okay? Is it okay? Am I allowed to spend both in life now and transitioning during retirement and in retirement? That fundamental question of permission. All right. And how do I spend during retirement? So that's why it's very important that we address today getting good with spending now and during retirement. So a couple of things that I want to discuss with you today that I hope you consider is time and trade-offs. Those are two T's. Uh, your capacity, all right? Your well-being, having a plan, considering your preferences and permission. And then we're going to go over a couple of strategies in retirement as far as drawing down your your wealth assets, okay? Uh, a couple of rules of, you know, I w- you have rules of thumb, and then you apply them uniquely to your portfolio when you talk to your own advisor and apply them to your unique plan, all right? This is just passing on information for your consideration, all right? But let's talk about, you, Let's talk about well-being, time, and preferences, particularly those that are in their most vital stages, Gen X, affluent Gen X folks, your highest earning periods of life, all right? You have high vitality. And even in early stages of retirement, you have a high vitality stages. You don't want to sacrifice that time. What about your well-being, all right? Uh, You want to use those years more than likely. I hear that a lot from the people that we serve. All right. So living with, you don't want to have to live with too much regret. I hear that a lot too. It's like, what, would have, could have, should have, would (laughs) have. I got that all messed up, but you know what I'm saying. Right. So yes, you want to be very mindful of saving and investing and building wealth. No question about that. And how that helps is setting how you you want to live in the future, when, how, your lifestyle, setting your date and how you're going to go about funding. So your most important, your most important uh, number now is your savings rate. So figuring that, that number uh, and being consistent and committed to that and then doing what you will with the rest of your money so you can you know maximize your well-being now and utilizing your time right now particularly your your most vital years very important when you're considering your spending and maximizing your capacity the LMB podcast is brought to you by concurrent financial planning a virtual and fee-only firm serving households and business owners nationwide that offers a transformational experience to help you achieve your life aspirations. Learn more by visiting www.concurrentfp.com. Now, here's the show. Now we're going to go talk about your plan. 
when you have a plan, you have less worry. Now, Dr. Cherry is not, I'm not on here. Don't go playing this podcast and saying, man, you know what? That that guy was saying, go on ahead and making it rain and discount your 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 savings rate. Don't go savings and rest and just spin yourself into uh, oblivion. No, that's not what we're saying here. What we are saying is have a plan, consider your capacity, determine your savings rate, how you want to live in retirement, consider your uh, your lifestyle living now, all right? And then with that plan and considering your capacity, then you have your well-being now and your well-being later uh, determined and, and taken into capacity, okay? Or taken into consideration, excuse me. And once you have that, once you have that, you know, being considered, all right, then both of them are being uplifted. Okay. So now neither one of them are being uh, sacrificed in a manner to where you are increasing your level of regret either now or later. So have a plan to maximize your now and retirement. All right. So you can enjoy spending. Get good with it. Get good with both. Determine your preferences, which is going to help you determine your trade-offs. Some people want to enjoy life a little little more now because of the vitality stage. Not only now in uh, in their 40s, 50s, and early 60s, and they're saying they're willing to trade off a little for later maybe smooth out or calmer uh, lifestyle during retirement, all right? Maybe a, a little less travel during retirement. Determining one's preferences is very much aligned with one's preferences. What do you want to do now versus later? And what do you want to do later versus now? All aligned with with spending, okay? How you spend now does affect later. And then you may determine I, I may not need that much spending in retirement to maximize your well-being in retirement. And then when you get to retirement, you say, you know, I have the lifestyle that I need during retirement with the amount of money that I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with. I'm, I'm okay. So it didn't take me as much, but I have more than enough and I'm going to go ahead and, and, and spend it. All right, because you gave yourself the other, one of the other P's that we talked about, which is permission, because you have a plan. You see the integration that we're talking about. All right, when we're talking about time, trade-offs, plan, preferences, permission, that all your capacity, that all goes into your well-being. These are all integrated, and they all help you prepare for getting good with spending now and in retirement and reducing anxiety and worry and external perceptions and internal scarcity. And when you are tying all of these together, it's better preparation. And it also releases what you can do rather than what you can't do. Once you understand the permission side and, and saying that you are worthy of spending on 
what you have capacity for really releases what maximizing your overall overall well-being in life. All right. You earned it. <laughs> you earned it. So what go ahead and, and spend it. All right. Okay. Now let's let's pivot a little bit to ways that you can spend in a mathematical way or a numerical way that that is that can make you comfortable. In the now, it is that savings rate, uh, particularly those with the, with an affluent amount of money. As I mentioned early earlier, you want to define your when. When do you want to retire from your must do to what you want to do? So you can determine that number. There is a number, y'all. Okay. Then you want to figure out how much of your inflow of money do you have to stash away? Okay. That is your savings rate. You got to put that away every year. Anything after that is all of those time trade-off plan preferences, uh, permissions at your capacity and well-being. You can do what you want with it. That's your M-Y-O-M-F-B. Do that to the hill. Then when we get into retirement, well, there's a couple of numbers that are kind of that are most popular and often written about. And there's a whole bunch of ways that, that you can do that, but there's a couple of ways that are most popular. Uh, one is uh, withdrawal, a withdrawal rate, a 4% withdrawal rate. So you've built up all this wealth, what it means to you. So what's that number? There's been some discussion, many studies and all that about what the number is on average. It's been around 2 million about what people think that would make them comfortable. And then it says, there's been a long-standing evidence-based, how much should I take out over a long period of time and not run out of money? Well, it's been this rule called the 4% rule. You can take out 4% over time and adjust that adjust that number for inflation, all right? Upwards for inflation. And that's a fixed amount over time. And on average, you know, you know, it's has you know you you don't run out of money over a 30 40 year 40 50 year period de- depending on how you're invested in general it's been f- depending on how you're invested i'll be writing that on a blog i can't go in too much detail <laughs> but it was generally a 50 50 bond and a stock portfolio but again this is on some evidence based uh type of uh type of research okay but I just want you to get the, the the gist here, all right? A four percent rule. But the thing about it is, is a whole bunch of factors that went into it, which is you know a lot of factors could 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 go into play. Say like you know, what if the market underperformed, and or what about what about flexibility? As uh, far as can you make some adjustments in that four percent? You know, for those that wanted to make some adjustments based on the performance of your portfolio. All right. And in this pa- paper, actually, the, the evidence, meaning the research, right, it did suggest, hey, if you wanted to make some some adjustments according to the, you know, the up and down movement of your portfolio. Sure. You know, you know, there's a lot of things in life and we'll su- we'll sum it up at the end of the show. Listen, even during your uh your 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 save now, your spend now. Listen, life is about rolling and adapting and and making adjustments, uh, audits and adjustments. And the same thing here when we're talking about these two rules, the four percent rule and the next one we're going to talk about. 
Um, the 4% rule is is more fixed, 4% every year for adjustment. And even this paper said, hey, you could make some adjustment, but the rule is 4% flat every year for adjustment. The next rule I'm talking about is a guardrail rule, meaning that you set a withdrawal rate, all right, and then you have a an adjustment guardrail on the lower or upper end. And if the portfolio, if your portfolio goes up or down and that withdrawal rate bumps below or, or above, then you make some adjustments to get that withdrawal rate within that comfort zone. So you make some adjustments based on based on how that portfolio is performing so you don't get out, out of bounds and withdraw too much. All right. So it gives you a little bit more flexibility. So my, my point about it is, is even with strategies like the 4% rule or the guardrail rule, all right, during retirement, um, folks will have that money in their hand and still not spend it. All right. So even with strategies to distribute and have money in hand, then we're still getting into those uh, those rules that I talked about, you know, permission and well-being. All right. If you're if we don't have the mindset of spending where we're still thinking about scarcity, where we're still thinking about, uh, you know, perception or longevity or uh, many other factors, we're still not getting good with spending. So training ourselves and having discussion, unlocking our relationship with spending now will help us transition, prepare, and enjoy our spending in retirement. So let's get good with spending now so we can get good with spending throughout and smooth that process over time, right? So that's our show for this this episode. Get good with spending so you can enjoy it. Increase your well-being over time. Don't forget to save and invest, all right? Like and subscribe to the show, and we'll see you soon. Cheers. Thank you for tuning in and chopping it up with me, your host, Dr. Cherry, and our guests on the Life Money Balance Podcast. We hope that this episode helps improve your life and money wellness, where your life leads your money. That's the LNB journey. If you haven't already, we ask that you share, rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. These actions help you receive new episodes on your device and other people find this show. We appreciate and answer all your questions and feedback. Please email us at contact at lifemoneybalancepodcast.com. Be sure to follow me across all social media platforms with the handle at Dr. Preston Cherry. Thank you. And until we chop again, cheers. The material provided is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as professional financial advice. The opinions expressed herein are solely those of myself unless otherwise specifically cited. The strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. The information expressed does not consider your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Information has been obtained from sources deemed to be reliable, but my firm or I cannot guarantee their accuracy and completeness. 
Always consult with qualified investment, legal, or tax professionals before taking action. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results.